Welcome to another episode of Talk Toby to Me. I'm Jess. And I'm Meg, and we're two sisters that love to talk all things business, mindset, self-development, and everything in between. This is normally part of our weekly phone catch-ups, but hot girls don't gatekeep, so we've decided to bring our combos to you. Hey, Sissy Bay. Hey, Boo. Welcome back. Welcome back to season two. 2024, baby. How's your, like, last two two and a half weeks been? It's been so nice. Like, I literally wouldn't change a thing from the last two weeks so i as you know meg purposely took time off which i don't normally take like time fully off where i'm like laptop shut no work happening no phone calls nothing but i did that purposely to spend some like quality time with my friends family partner and just like do a full reset because I've got big plans for this year and I'm just wanted to feel really rejuvenated coming into the new year and it's just been really really nice so the first week of uh, my time off which come Monday when I go back to work I will have had about two and a half weeks off and the first week of my break we did our week-long road trip so Dylan and I drove from Wollongong to Port Macquarie and we stayed in a tiny home for a night and we honestly had the best fucking time ever. We left really early in the morning from Wollongong so that we'd kind of beat the traffic and we just had like no traffic the whole time. The cabin was beautiful, like it was on a lake in Port Macquarie. It was just absolute scenes. We had a few drinks, we went out to lunch, like we just had a great time, lit a fire, like just had the best time. And then the next day we went to Coffs Harbour for two nights to see his mum. So I hadn't met her before, so met his mum and spent two nights with her and had a great time there, met some more of his family. And then on Christmas day, we drove to our parents' farm. So again, he hadn't met like, well, any of you guys. So he met our whole family and we had a great time there. We had our family Christmas on Boxing Day. It was just like wholesome vibes as always. We went for a bit of a quad tour around the farm. Uh, Obviously you already know this Meg. And then the last part of the trip, we decided to stop via Byron to come home so we had a really nice dinner in Byron we stayed at Elements which is like one of well it was one of my favorite places in Byron and we didn't have the greatest experience that night so I feel like it kind of put me off going back there and then we drove from Byron back home to Wollongong and then this last week we've really had time to you know how you go on a holiday and sometimes you're like I need a holiday for my holiday Mm. So we had just honestly the best fucking time. Like both of us were like, are you sick of me yet? Are you sick of me yet? Like, and we're both like, no, no. And like, we've still the week following that trip, we've been together like 24 seven and we're just, it's just been great. Like this last week we've kind of got to relax after that trip. And then since then uh, we've just been, yeah, we've had a few social things on. I feel like that week in between like going back to work and Christmas, New Year, like everyone wants to catch up. So apart from that, we've just spent lots of time, like downtime, relaxing after the trip, doing all the washing, all of the things. I, I literally can't think of a time where I took time off work, but wasn't on a holiday. Yeah. Like, wasn't going away. Yes. That's what, it was weird. Uh, and yeah, I feel like, like that would show a lot of my discomfort. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, well, I, I actually like, because normally I would work even just a day or two here and there in between that break. Yeah, so like I'd to struggle have, to not do content yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I've like purposely been not doing, like I've been like off the grid vibes. It's like I've had to deal with a couple of things but they were like super quick and easy. And yeah, haven't even really been on my phone. Like haven't really checked my emails. It's actually been really nice. Like there's no emergencies. Otherwise my assistant or Emily would have let me know. Oh yeah. And then yesterday was kind of, I think it was yesterday, the day before I said to Dylan, I was like, I'm starting to get like, itchy feet like I want to go back to work Mm. like business wise and I said to Emily because I had lunch with Emily the other day and I said do you want to have a meeting on Monday normally we have our meeting on Wednesday and I'm like do you want to have a meeting on Monday because like I'm ready to go and we know exactly what we're doing for the new year so it's not even like I've had to like plan yeah last couple of weeks or anything we we know what we've got to do Monday I'll just be kind of setting her like priorities in terms of what we're planning to achieve for the year so yeah it's been really relaxing dylan and i this week have gotten up every morning for a walk swim like we go for a walk along the harbor go for a swim in the ocean come home have brekkie then go train and then like relax or go to like a lunch or social it's giving event tired yeah it's actually (laughs) the biggest vibe like we've still gotten up at six just to like you know keep the routine but yeah it's just been it's been a good time it's been relaxing and switched off with intention Love that so much. How's your time off been? Oh, you haven't really had, like, do you call it yeah, time off? Yeah, like, I didn't. Work from home? I didn't take time off because we're going to Japan in less than six weeks. And so I actually wanted to work, but I did have a lot of things on and went to Sydney twice and stuff like that. So if I go back to after we recorded, we had our Chicksmas, which was really fun. And it was really funny because we ended up going to dinner and then all of our partners were like well if the girls are going to dinner we're gonna do something as per usual and they had these grand plans and they were gonna go here and then here and pre-drink at ours first and blah 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 and me and Shioni were like what's the bet we finished dinner and they're still at ours pre-drinking with zero plans and that was exactly the case so when we got back we were like again me and Shioni were like they're going to say, what are we doing? <laughs> and, and we got back and they literally were like, so where are we going? And it ended up being a, re- a really big night, but it was also just such a good night because that doesn't happen often for me at all. But we just had a really good group of people. And then obviously we had Christmas. We went to Nick's family on Christmas Day. His parents actually both got COVID on Christmas. Well, his dad already that had it a few days rough. early. Yeah, I was like... It was really sad because everyone, yeah, obviously was meant to be spending the day together. So we belated that until next weekend. But we went to his aunties and his little sisters were there. I was like messaging them before, like, I'm not doing any fucking cuddles. Yeah. <laughs> and then smashed like three barocas on the drive to the farm because I was like paranoid. But then we, yeah, had a really good time at the farm. We only stayed the two nights, Christmas night and Christmas Eve night. And then we came home and I had spontaneously booked a trip to Sydney with one of my girlfriends because she sent me this event, this sales event, like, you know, a few days prior. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like if I was to go to this Sydney trip, I would fly to Sydney on the I can't remember what day it was. Let's just say it was a Wednesday. Get home on the Thursday and then fly to Sydney again on the Friday. And the event was at night time. 
So we had to stay the night. We couldn't just go for the day. And also like flights are so inconsistent anyway. So we wouldn't just go on the day because they'd surely be delayed. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking go. And I had no idea who this guy was that was running this event. But I was like, good company, love a quick trip. And I was like, I'll go on the condition that we stay at the Crown. And she was like, fuck yeah. And I hadn't stayed at the Crown at Sydney before, but I've heard like really good things. So we flew down in the morning and the room that we stayed in, well, the room we originally booked, I think was about $1,200 a night. So it's like bougie as fuck for anyone obviously listening that hasn't stayed there or doesn't know about it. And then we ended up upgrading because that room wasn't available and we got there like before check-in time, but she was like, this other room's available with a better view. And it's higher and it's available to go in now. And yeah, the room was stunning. And then we went to this sales event. The guy who was running it's name is Daniel G on Instagram. He's got like over a million followers and he's like the absolute goat of sales. So I had no expectations because I'd literally never heard of him before. And it was this intimate event that was, I think, 60 people in this room at like 5 p.m. It was meant to go till 8. It ended up going till like 10 p.m. And this man, I've never seen someone speak so fast and so energetically and so passionate about something in my life. Like, and I just like can't even really explain how fucking good this event was. Like it was this Daniel guy, he like speaks on stage with like 20 plus thousand people. Like he's a big deal. And it was so cool to be in this intimate room where he was literally a foot away from us and delivering his wealth of knowledge in the same way he would deliver to a room of 20,000. I love that. And so... There were so many incredible takeaways when it comes to sales. A lot of these speaking events that I've been going to recently have really helped with my own beliefs about my own knowledge and skills because he was saying so many things where I was like, holy fuck, I do that without knowing and without having language to it. So like, it's really good for me as obviously someone in sales, but also as a coach for people who are in sales to have the language to put to those kind of techniques if that makes sense yeah no I love that and then we actually ended up after the event finished like really late there was a couple of us chatting with him and Morgan who ran the event with him and these two other guys who are in you know the industry and in in sales one of them owns a sales company as well and then the other guy I know from the Gold Coast who's in the health industry and we all ended up going to dinner so random it was like midnight and we were like just trying to find this place for dinner and Ruby and I were talking about which is who I went down with we're talking about just how important it is to say yes to more mm. things mm-hmm. because there was so many reasons I could have a not gone to the trip at all like it was going to cost <clears throat> you know a few grand or whatever it was the day before I was going to go to Sydney I had no idea who the guy was that was running the event but I just knew that Ruby was like raving about him yeah I haven't heard of him before he's insane like I literally walked out like holy fuck and just like when they said do you want to come for dinner with us we could have been like oh no scary don't know them like oh we've got a flight in the morning and yeah it was just like so cool again to be like in his energy in a like obviously much small like there was only six of us capacity and then and just that power of proximity 
and surrounding yourself with those kind of expansive people it's just so yeah you just can't compete with that a hundred percent and we were talking about how like there's two types of people like there's the people that say yes to those opportunities that are you know scary or spontaneous or whatever it is and then out of their comfort zone etc yeah and then there's the other type of people that are sitting back watching going how do they know all these you know really successful people how do they know all this how how do they have all this knowledge and have all these skills and it's not like you know I haven't just done one course or you know it's like a combination of constantly putting yourself into uncomfortable situations and networking with people who are you know strides ahead of where you are and like constantly reading books and constantly sourcing different podcasts Mm. and it's a combination of all those things it doesn't ever stop and it doesn't ever end and you never know enough or you've never learned enough or you've never done enough of those things I feel there's also on what you were saying before there's also the people that go oh they're so lucky that they know those people or oh their parents are wealthy so they've got all those connections like you can be someone that's not that and create your own opportunities hundred percent and yeah it was just interesting like there's 50 something other people at this event but there there was four of us that decided to go to dinner with Daniel and Morgan who were running the event yeah yeah and so that was fucking epic and then the next day we woke up at sunrise and we were doing content and doing a bit of work and it was just such a fucking good time and then we went to a place called Encore for lunch which is actually at the crown and it's like a 10 course degustation the restaurant has three chef hats and then the owner and like head chef has three michelin stars like it's yeah it's 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 so bougie if you haven't yet go on my instagram and find the real oh wait have i posted it yet no it's on my highlights but i'm gonna post a reel of all the food because we did like a full food review of everything and the meals were coming out on logs like wooden logs and like grass fucking moss it was like hectic like i've never seen anything like it before and we do a lot of fine dining and it was also actually really tasty as well and then the service was really good and I think it was kind of refreshing for them to have two young girls who were like having a really good time and laughing and like not so serious and like snobby yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Because they were kind of, I don't know, I feel like we were getting a bit of extra attention in that regard because they were enjoying our, they I guess, happy energy. To have you there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, flew home. But that just, it was just so good. Like, we just have the best time together. I've never laughed so much and simultaneously had so much deep, expansive conversation with someone in like, you know, a 36 hour period in that. my life. Like, yeah, it was, it was very grateful for saying yes to that trip. And that like oozed out of your content that I've seen from both of you since that trip. Yeah. Yeah. Wholesome and but expansive, but bougie, but connected, but all of the things that we love yeah and there wasn't we were both saying there wasn't a time where either of us were like over each other or like Mm. wanting to say something but didn't feel comfortable to and like this is a very new friendship but it just like yeah just worked so seamlessly and then Nick and I went down to Sydney again the following day to stay with a group of our friends. There was uh, eight or ten of us, like our closest kind of group, to stay with our friends Em and Matt, who kind of live like in the middle of nowhere in New South Wales, so it's a three-hour drive. And that group, we always just have the best time together. We went to this carnival and it was obviously New Year's Eve and we were like playing Monopoly and like 
it was just a really wholesome trip. Oh, that reminds me. You know what was so good about our Christmas was when we played that card game. Oh, my God. Yeah. I really want to get that. Yeah. Anything but small talk. Anything but small talk. Yeah, I actually got... I really loved this, that I actually got sent that from this girl who was like, I feel like it would really, you know, resonate with kind of what you put out and stuff. Yeah. And I just love when you get contacted by brands that it's so clear in my messaging that this is important. Yeah. Yeah. And so I whipped it out and it was... There was just the four of us initially, me, Nick, you and Dylan. And then our brother joined in and then our stepmom joined in at one stage. I actually loved that so much. Yeah. And everyone got like way more into it than I expected. Like I knew we would. I didn't expect Roz to be so on board and she was like, oh, I want to play this game. Yeah. And then she was asking like what it is and she wanted to get it and stuff. And actually that reminds me on the drive to M's house, which is a three and a bit hour drive. We literally got like 20 minutes from their house and we were like, holy fuck, we haven't put the music on once. Whereas normally we'd carpool karaoke the whole way. And we hadn't put any music on the whole time because I was like, let's play this game. And I didn't actually have the deck of cards. So I was just like Googling questions, which is so easy to do. And everyone was like getting so into it. So it was um, Nick and I, Chironi and Jaden that drove together and we met everyone else there. And it was just like, yeah, it was just so fucking nice to be able to have those conversations so freely. And there was quite a lot of like, what's the most challenging experience you've ever had? And like everyone was getting like super deep and like, it was just really nice to connect on that level. Something I've decided to do this year is meditate every single day, as in like not skip a day, right? And also one of Dylan's, not news resolutions, but like something he wants to implement for his own well-being and like footy and whatever, is he wants to do like, he wanted to do one like stretching class a week. And I said, well, we can just do like a yin yoga at home because I've got these really great yin yogas and they're quite intense and that's going to do like it's going to achieve what you want to achieve with that. So I've been doing the meditation since the first and two nights ago, I think it was. He did one with me and I was absolutely wetting myself afterwards because we did it before bed and it was just a 10 minute meditation. I put on a headspace meditation. So headspace is a guided meditation app. And normally if I'm meditating myself, I'll either go with no, like not guided at all, or I'll just like pick one of the boho beautiful meditations on YouTube because I love her and I do my yins from like her yin yogas as well. But I thought he doesn't really know what meditation's about. Like he doesn't really like, hasn't had any experience of it before. So I thought I recall from when I first started meditating, I used the Headspace app because they have these three courses called basics and it's basics one basics two basics three and from the very beginning he kind of like educates you on what meditation is like this is throughout the meditation like why how you're meant to do it like the different ways you can do it and so oh i God, thought that I'd love would be, that i feel like more people need to try that yeah it's a really really good app because it teaches you like what you meant to do and things like that. So I thought that'll be great for Dylan because he's like, and then I don't have to tell him like what it should be like. He can have yeah. his own experience from like this app. So I put basics one on for 10 minutes, the very beginning. And he was so like something, one of the things I love about him is he's really open-minded. Like he's this big manly blokes bloke, but he's like very open-minded and it's not like what you'd picture like when you look at him kind of thing. And He was so on board. We sat there, we were doing the breathing and everything. And then afterwards he was going on for like 
10 minutes about how like I had to like get him out of the meditation because he was just still <laughs> sitting there with his eyes closed and I was like touching him because I didn't know if he'd fallen asleep or not yeah but he hadn't he was just in the zen oh, and God, he it. was going on he's like babe I've never been so zen in my life he's like going on about it like it was hilarious and I was absolutely like you know when you get into the laugh where you are like hysterically laughing and you're like wheezing and you can't breathe like that was me before bed because he was like babe I'm just like he was just hilarious because he was like he loved it so much he was so fucking zen he reckons he had the best sleep of his life and it was just I just loved it and then yesterday we did a yin yoga together and it's like the one I like to do is very it's like lower body hips and glute release and it's like quite intense and we did it together as part of like him wanting to do this once a week thing. And he again got fully on board with the yin yoga. And I actually took a photo of like one of the poses, like so that he can like see his progress. Yeah, love that. Obviously he's incredibly like, he's so inflexible. It's not even funny. And yeah, he was so on board with that too. Oh my God, I love that so much. Yeah, and he was like, we did it because normally I just put it on my phone, but we put it on the TV on YouTube and like moved the lounge back and like put like the, I had one mat. And then we put like a towel out on the rug for him. And then I'm like, you're going to have to get your own yoga mat now, doll. And yeah, he was like, he felt so good after it. And he's just, yeah, it was just really nice that he was so open-minded and on board. And it was just, yeah. And then last night, like he's only done that one meditation with him. And then last night, like he's just lying there doing whatever he's doing. And I'm doing my meditation next to him. I just did a quick one. It was just like, I just love having a partner that is so open-minded. And I know you can relate to that. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm not telling him he has to do that. Yeah. And I'm not like even suggesting that he do it. I'm just doing my own thing. And he's like, oh, I'll do that with you. Yeah. Um, I love that so much. Yeah. So I was actually just cracking up when he, (laughs) after that, he did the meditation because he was on another planet of zen like i've never seen anything like it and i was like i wish i recorded it for the memories because it was fucking hilarious i love that that reminds me of nick's first time when we went to cool to be conscious and he came and after he was like saying he fucking went to another planet and he was yeah. having all these trips and stuff actually like, that's what he said i was i think it was the meditation he said oh i went to some wild places during that i said to him more often at the end of a meditation i'll feel like my hands are floating off my legs yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that's fully happened. La la la. Like it was just, I loved it. Do you know it- what? I feel like he's the same with Nick in the way that the reason that they both would have had such a good experience and it's the same with anything where I see Nick like trying something new. I feel like this is a really fucking good lesson for people is they don't hold back. If they're going to try yeah. it, they go 100%. They're not Whereas embarrassed lot... or worried about like... Yeah. Any... Where I feel yeah. like females are very much more afraid of judgment and stuff like that. And obviously that's a stereotype. But like, I feel like if Nick's going to try something new, he's going to go all in and there's going to be way less head noise. Mm. Well, and actually, so that's... I think it depends because we we're at dinner the other night with another couple, friends of mine that he was meeting for the first time. And I don't know how it came into conversation, but... The other guy was saying something along the lines of, it might've been like how I take photos of food and like the dinner and I'll post all the time and all of that. And 
the other guy was saying like how he'd be so it was the gist was that he'd be super embarrassed that like people would watching yeah. him thinking oh my god my girlfriend's taking all those photos like whatever yeah and dylan was like i he actually said to him he said i used to be like that before i met jess and he mm. said jess has the way she is where she's just unapologetically doing what she yeah. wants he goes i've realized that exactly what she said to me is that no one gives a fuck no one's watching yeah. no one cares and if they do that's their own problem so he's like i used to be like that and now i've realized that that's like not the case yeah and if it is the yeah. case that's a them problem yeah so i really like and that, that says well. so much about like how <laughs> much you can inspire people through just doing you unapologetically mm. because yeah if they're judging it's because they either want to be doing what you're doing or it's like a shadow or something they're insecure about or bring something yeah. up for them or they've just got fucking nothing better to do than criticize yeah i love that and that was another thing actually that came up at the sales event was like your growth will be in direct proportion to how weird you are yeah and it's I fucking spot on <laughs> fucking oh literally yeah. we are quite strange but like i could I be 10x like, stranger yeah i'm like particularly that's my goal too. for this year yeah i want people to think i'm weird <laughs> Anyway, so then we also just launched our challenge and photo shoot prep for 2024. We did a giveaway on that weird time between Christmas and New Year's and it was super successful. We had over 600 people enter. So that was really fucking cool. And then we drew that on the 1st of Jan and then launched the challenge and photo shoot prep. So normally we just do a photo shoot prep, but I was reflecting on previous years and my first year doing it was, as far as numbers go, the most successful. And there's a part of that that I was kind of paving the path with the team photo shoots because there were at that stage like no one else doing them I guess to the scale that I did it on but then there's also a part of it that I think is a little bit confusing for the audience that like what a photo shoot prep is so I decided to launch it as as the photo shoot prep but also a challenge as well so yeah then I feel like that makes sense to like an outsider like you're doing the photo shoot to celebrate your success in the challenge Yeah, so you can join the challenge or you can join the challenge with the photo shoot add-on at the end. And we only have two spots left for the photo shoot option. So that's really cool, really excited for that. And obviously we don't really have a cap on the challenges because I've got a team and I'm going to continue growing the team this year. So check socials, mgtvy.coaching, shameless plug. And yeah, I had a fucking – we got back the day before yesterday and then yesterday I had literally – was back to back from 8am till like 5pm with calls but a lot of them were discovery calls I had a few new VIP clients start a few new website programs people join um so yeah it's just been a great start to the new year proud of you you too what's your gratitude I am so grateful for my ability to switch off the last two weeks Mm. And the amount of time that gave me for connection with my, like, loved ones, particularly my partner, we just had just the most connected time. And as you know, that's one of my top values. Yeah, and I also can see, particularly because you talk to me less, (laughs) how much you found your bestie. What are you grateful for? I'm grateful for my trip to Sydney with Ruby. Yeah. Because... Yeah, of all the things I said already. Love that. 
We yeah. thought for 2024 we would kick off with a bit of a values refresher because we recorded our first episode on values like very early on when we started the podcast. So I reckon it was like in one of the first three eps. And since then we have kind of uncovered different ways of discovering your values and identifying your own values, but also we think it's important to reassess your values periodically. So we thought we'd kick off the new year with a new way of identifying your own values and we'll delve into that today. Yeah. And I feel like it's not so much that your values will change whilst they can definitely. I think it's also about having like an increased awareness of what they truly are. Yes. I think when when we were planning the pod yesterday, we talked about the fact that you can kind of, some people can kind of like say what their values are based on what they think they should be or what makes them sound good, like Mm. they're a better person or whatever. But the process we're going to take you through today will kind of help you uncover what your true values are. And then true happiness is like living in alignment with those. So I have a good little spiel here from our values doc for clients which says personal values are the measuring sticks by which we determine what is a successful and meaningful life Mm. which i love because it's like no there's no right or wrong values but your values will determine if you have a successful life for yourself yeah and that's why everyone's version of success is so different Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so it says, it's not enough to simply grow and become a better person. You must define what a better person is and you must decide which direction you wish to grow. So identifying your values will help you do that. And like Jess said, we've got a new, more in-depth way of doing that than we did in the first episode. So there's kind of three parts to this process and we would really encourage you to, if you're not kind of in the right state now to actually go through this like if you're driving or if you're on a walk or something like that maybe actually park the episode and come back to it when you have time to complete the the task in depth do a little meditation beforehand but we're going to break it up into three parts so the first part is a series of questions to identify your current life circumstances and kind of what your life looks like right now and then part two is envisioning your most successful life and then part three is figuring out which parts from your current life don't align with your most successful life yeah like what parts of how you're currently living don't match up with how you want to be living and how you envision your dream life because they're the things you need to change yeah and it's not necessarily that they're not your values but it's there's so much noise from other people and the media and all the things that may have warped how you're showing up so you need to be doing this process to break that down and be able to live in true alignment with your highest values yeah so straight into the cues first question is think about the most meaningful moments in your life so what makes those important moments meaningful to you who did you share them with and you can define meaningful however you like but it usually encompasses moments where you were at peace and filled with purpose so Close your eyes, really give yourself time and don't close your eyes if you're driving. <laughs> I was literally about to say that and I was like, don't be a comedian. This isn't the time to be a comedian. <laughs> it's always the time. Close your eyes and really like sit with it and give yourself time to actually reflect on it properly or with all of the questions. 
where do you feel like a big sense of purpose like quite fulfilled like what are those times in your life that feel really really meaningful to you and can I also just say on that note what you said about taking your time it's really common for people's first thought to be I don't know especially when someone's asking you a question in real time so if that's your initial thought just sit with it or even just start writing even if I I found this a lot when I was at that recent retreat I was trying to answer questions and there was obviously a little bit of pressure on other people who were like madly writing and they were so clear on what they were writing and sometimes I was like I don't fucking know what to write so I just start writing whatever I think I'm supposed to be writing and eventually halfway down the page I would actually be like oh okay I know what I'm saying now that first part was a bit fucking how you're going and now I've gotten to what I actually Mm. feel and if I didn't just start writing I wouldn't have gotten to that So if you've got a lot of resistance to answering these questions, you're like, I don't know, it's too hard. Just like start writing or even just sit with it for a longer time and sit in that discomfort until it comes to you because it will. I also think from like on the flip side of that, as a mentor or a coach, it's really important when you get those responses from like a client saying, I don't know, I'm not sure, to not try and fill that space with chatter or like, you don't necessarily need to do the digging for them. You need to just give them the space to come up with those answers themselves as well. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. And actually that came up, I was talking to Nick about this because he's so passionate about people, like helping people. Sometimes it'll come across in like, he'll try and give a hundred different examples of how it resonates for him, which can actually make it even more difficult for the other person to come up with their own ideas because that's adding a whole other layer of, oh, well, what I was thinking isn't actually in quotations right. Yeah. Or, oh, that sounds good. That works for me too. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, just giving space is huge. hundred percent. Also, as you list your meaningful moments, like you will usually notice like a bit of a theme emerge and then you can like connect the dots to kind of reveal a full picture of your values So for me, really meaningful times would include things like when I'm spending really quality time with people that I love, but not necessarily just love because that doesn't equal connection to me. And I know we've talked about this before, Meg, where my value, I used to think it was family, but it's actually not that it's connection because for me, when I'm spending quality time, like truly connecting with someone like on a deeper level, not just spending time with someone like watching telly or whatever, like really connecting with someone, whether it's physically, emotionally, spiritually, like even on like a really expansive way with someone who I'm talking business or that's where I feel super fulfilled, like in my soul. Mm. And then another example for myself would be, obviously I can, there's plenty, but like, just to give you a couple of examples, another example for me would be when I have like students leave my training or even clients where, and again, that would come back to connection. There's a connection piece there as well, but where I've like impacted someone's life for the better in terms of like either expanding them or teaching them something that's going to like really change their life for the better and you can kind of see like how grateful they are for that growth that they've created for themselves Mm. as well 
Yeah. So they're two like main examples for me. Yeah, mine are very similar. The ones I wrote down were very much about creating big imp and having a big impact on people and also about growth. And obviously I know those are two of my highest values. So for example, one of the things I wrote down was when people express their gratitude to me about how something has like really expanded them or positively impacted their life. Yeah, a lot of mine was actually about that. Like, And a lot of, because you guys would know that I've got that list on my phone of my gratitudes and it goes for like 47 minutes if you're scrolling down (laughs) (laughs) and a lot of them is simply the conversation I had with you know insert Mm. person about this expansive topic or like where someone is yeah expressing their gratitude for me and how I kind of like helped them grow or whatever it is and like I also wrote down my first group photo shoot was a really easy example for me to think of and that also shows like massive impact And then I've got other kind of like on the flip side examples, things like traveling overseas, which I've done a lot of and trying new things. And like that shows up massively in my value of curiosity and yeah, like fun, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just literally write down a list of the things that come to mind when you think of the most meaningful moments in your life and who was in them and how you felt and all that type of thing. Yeah. So then on the flip side of that, think about the moments where you felt the least satisfied. So on the back of what we've just been talking about, Meg, for me, two very clear times in general where I will feel unsatisfied is when I feel like I'm not growing. So like what you were Mm. just talking about, like if I feel like, and I'm talking like, for example, the last two weeks I've purposely with intention taken time off, but I've also already got plans for X, Y, Z. But also that is part of your growth as well. Yes. Yeah. And I did, that was something I needed to do but if I feel like I'm not doing anything to contribute to my own growth or my business's growth or like my growth in any aspects of my life like I'll feel very unsatisfied and then if I'm not feeling like I'm living a healthy lifestyle I'll also feel like very icky and then again coming back to the connection piece like if I'm feeling disconnected from like my partner my family my good friends like particularly my partner and my family, those people closest to me, like I'll feel off as well. So they're examples for myself. Yeah. And actually (laughs) a lot of these examples, guys, Jess and I have like four out of five of the same values. So they're going to be very similar. Even that last one, except for my curiosity slash fun, yours is like (laughs) no adventure. (laughs) Yeah. Balance and structure. I was actually going to say too, when I feel really unsatisfied is when I'm out of routine. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah. I feel that actually. Cause even just coming back from so many trips, I'm like, fucking give me my routine. Mm. It's giving eldest child with trauma. Classic Toby laughing at something really fucked up. (laughs) Mine are very much again about the impact I'm having. I wrote down like when I feel like I'm not providing any value to someone or to the group or whatever, like, and it's, it's also a little bit of a cross with the six human needs that I spoke about on the Tony Robbins episode because there's also a piece of that that's about the significance like me feeling significant but it is also about the impact that I want to create I just actually had to make some notes then because 
as you were saying that, I was thinking, wow, that actually landed so hard for me. Like when you're in a group scenario, like I can get, uh, well, not really these days, but I used to get like a bit of social anxiety here and there. And I feel like the only time that would come up now is if I yeah didn't feel like I was providing value to the group that I'm in. Yeah. And this is so side note, but I just thought of <laughs> something that Ruby said to me after we were reflecting on our dinner that we went to when we were in Sydney. She was saying, I really loved that you really made an effort to like speak up at the table and I was like that's so interesting you say that because I, I purposely pushed outside my comfort zone to do that because mm. the fact that I normally wouldn't do that was reflected back to me at a previous event I went to I and so that. I was the Morgan yeah event. conscious yeah. yeah like conscious of not taking up too much space yeah and so I was like fuck that I'm gonna take up space yeah <laughs> I'm this guy's American I'm probably never gonna see him again or if I do it won't be for a long time so I'm gonna fucking take up space I love that and another one I wrote down was when I'm around people that aren't in integrity and aren't authentic mm. it makes me feel really uncomfortable that actually that exact thing came up on our drive back from our trip we did some of those you know the 36 questions to fall in love that we got from the jay shetty event it's not from that but we heard of it there and we've done an ep on that but dylan and i were doing some of those questions and i can't remember what the question was but my answer was something along the lines of something that really bothers me is when you're with someone and they're trying to change who they are to like they'll be like yeah this way with you and then this way with their other friend and then this way in front of like and that's because integrity and authenticity is one of our values that one of our highest values so it's so icky to experience that or feel like you're associating with someone that's like that yeah i yeah i feel like it's just uh, i just don't really sounds a bit harsh but i just don't really have time for it so when i'm around that i'm like it just isn't worth my time or energy Mm. yeah and yeah that's because those two things are in our highest values on the back of all that the things and situations that leave you feeling unsatisfied that you've listed they don't need to like be linked to like negative values or anything like that it's just like there doesn't need to be like a negative connotation to them it's just things that make you feel icky or dissatisfied yeah actually also i've done this with a few of my business mentoring clients and they have written down things specifically because they think something is their value. They've tried to think of things that reflect that value. So when you're answering these, try and be super honest with what you're writing down and don't not write something down because you go, oh, that doesn't reflect my value of growth or authenticity or whatever. Yeah. Because generally the first things that come to mind when you ask yourself these questions will be like the most authentic. And then your ego will step in and be like, oh no, you should say this. You should think this. Yeah. We did this really fucking cool task actually on that note where we came up with a list of these 10 things. This is a whole nother episode, I think, but a list of these 10, you know, values or whatever it was. And then we had to partner up and, and you had to go down the list and go this or this. And then the first thing that you say, you have to do it really fast. Mm. And then it gets to the top three because you're ruling out different ones as you go down so yeah like what you just said Jess the first thing that comes to mind is usually probably the right thing especially when you're doing this on your own Mm. because I think when you're in a group the first thing that comes to Mm. mind often can be what you feel like you have to say but when you're doing this alone and you know no one's reading it there's no judgment it is yeah usually your subconscious mind next one So the third question is to pay attention to what stories inspire you. So what inspires you? So when you're reading the news, browsing 
social media, uh, reading books, like what catches your attention, what really kind of lights you up, what yeah, cultivates that kind of inspiration, motivation inside you. And also look at like what people inspire you or like their behavior motivates you or people you look up to and admire and then consider why those stories or those people or their stories speak to you. So an example for me would be someone like, and actually I met someone the other day and I didn't say anything at the time because this wasn't the right time or place, but they said something to me along the lines of you can have a nice house or you can travel, but you can't do both. And I thought in my head, yes, you can. Yes, you can. (laughs) But for me, just a random example that I can think of is that something that inspires me is women who have shown evidence and proof that they can do it all. So they can have a really connected family they can have a beautiful home and living environment they can build a really successful business they can travel they can have a lovely relationship with their partner obviously they all those things come with ups and downs i'm super inspired by those like boss women that are doing it all i love that so much and i couldn't agree more and i also feel like something for me is people who a few come to mind can sell and create impact from an empowered place Mm. as opposed to from a place of using their really traumatic past to connect with people as opposed to selling tactics and things like that rather than yeah yeah i love that yeah because i was thinking about like tony robbins is really good at that rebecca's really good at that the people that i look up to are yeah they're not just i guess using their sad story to inspire Yes. Kind of hard and to explain. I actually have only recently identified that you attract a very different client when you do it from that mindset versus the other. Because when yeah. you're marketing a certain way, like from an empowered stance, you're attracting those empowered people that want to expand. Whereas when you're marketing from like a fear, scarcity, lack kind of with those tactics in your marketing you're attracting those people that are trying to get away from something like Mm. trying to, yeah, like they're, they're already in lack and they're trying to get out of lack, but it's like a completely different mindset. It just reminded me, I did my 2023 recap reel and I was saying to Ruby how initially I wrote this caption saying in caps lock, life can really be this fucking good year after year. And then I changed it to say something like beyond blessed or something (laughs) like really dulled it right down yeah yeah because and it just it ties in so much with what we're saying now because those people that inspire me wouldn't dull it down they do really show that life can really fucking be that good It, it doesn't have to be hard and don't get me wrong i have challenges every day but it's a choice of having this abundant mindset and and an opportunistic mindset as opposed to yeah like a victim mindset or you yeah it's it's very hard to articulate i also want to add as your sister and the person who probably knows you the best that like there would be people on social media that are saying life can be this good and their life's fucking dog shit but as your (laughs) sister and someone like the person who knows you the best like you truly do live that life and that's no bullshit that that's the life you're living. So it's like very authentic and it's evidence to anyone that knows you that 
there's people out there saying that that are actually living that life. Yeah. Yeah. And the people that I look up to, I'm getting a little bit teary. (laughs) Happy tears. So then the remaining questions are figure out what makes you angry. So what irritates you, like what kind of people rub you the wrong way, what things really make you mad. For example, for me, just to give a quick example so we can get through the rest of these questions, like when someone doesn't use their words to get across what they're trying to say, or like, sorry, when someone doesn't use their words to like say that they have a problem or like whatever the case may be. Yes, bro, this wasn't on my list, but it does me Yeah, like I actually say to people like, use your words, like use your words. It's like when you're in the shops. And there will be no issue. It's like when you're in the shops and you're in someone's way and they won't just say, excuse me. Yeah. Like just They'll fucking say, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's because oh my God. we like value communication, connection, like all of those things. So and funny. then imagine your ideal environment. So think about like your physical environment, your home environment, your workplace, but also like your community, the culture that you like are surrounded by. What does it look like? How does it feel? What kind of people are around you? How do you and the people around you treat each other? And then the last one is reviewing the accomplishments you're most proud of. So I've got like from all the way back, my dancing shows, building my team in the business, Mm. my self-development and self-awareness, my relationship with my team, my family, my friends, the impact that I've had on people, the podcast, heaps of shit like that. Yeah, which all comes back to like what we talked about earlier with growth, connection, impact authenticity impact all those things so the next part is controversial topic there's people that'll say vision boards are stupid but i think vision boards in isolation yeah pretty pointless but the next part you're either going to i did this actually just drawing pictures on a page but you could do this with printing out pictures you could do it on canva on your or pinterest on your computer i have a work for you you're literally just going to do a huge collage of what your most successful life looks like Mm. so picture yourself in 10 20 however many years in the future and what that looks like and then literally drawing pictures to match that so for example mine would include things like travel a beautiful home a really loving family like nice things lots of like quotes about connection and like this is actually what my vision board actually does have on it things to do with like growth in my business and that kind of vibe yeah and this was a bit of a game changer for my own values because what I realized was whether they've just changed or if they this was what they always were and I just didn't really kind of couldn't identify it one that came up for me was wealth which I originally didn't have in my highest five values. And it's again, probably because I was like, I don't want to say it's wealth. But Mm. when I look at my picture, the impact I want to have and the experiences I want to have, whilst they are about other things as well, like it's not just about doing the things for the sake of doing them, like they fill my cup in so many different ways. I couldn't do those things without wealth yes and it's not and it's not you saying wealth is your only value or your top value it's one of your values yeah and it's being so realistic that i can't achieve my and that's like really important if this is my most successful life mm. without creating wealth but i think a lot of people yeah mm. they've got a really lack money mindset a lot of beliefs around if wealth is one of their highest values it makes them a bad person or it makes them greedy or it mm. makes them like all these negative connotations 
Yeah, but actually, I can be my best self because money is an amplifier of who yeah. you already are. And it's a neutral so I can, resource. Yeah, and I can be my best self with more wealth. Yeah. And then part three is to literally just write down, like just dump down a list of everything you can see on that vision board. So if you see like on mine, it's got a globe with the podcast. It's got an airplane with like champagne glasses and caviar to like save first class vibes. It's got, yeah, a beautiful home and a love heart with Nick in it and a, a snowy mountain and shit like that. So literally just write down all those things. Anything you can see, there's no like right way to put it. And there's also to reiterate, no right or wrong answers with this like this is your own experience and your own set of values is going to look completely different to your partner well usually you'll have values in common with your partner and your loved ones and your close friends but they're unique to you and there's no right or wrong answer so saying that you value wealth is not a negative thing unless you make it mean something negative yes that's huge because it comes back to your why behind wanting wealth Mm. like and also on the flip side there's nothing wrong with wanting fucking nice things yeah that you can just want wealth you don't have to be like oh i'm gonna create an impact to do that yeah 100 percent. like you can literally just like designer bags Mm. you can like just like money (laughs) yeah and then all you want to do from there is look at your first list of the five highest values you came up with at the start and this list of the 10 things you can see on your vision board and ask yourself where are the gaps do these five things reflect these 10 things Mm. or more if there's more than 10 things and that's where you can start to question what needs to change in your life to create your most successful life yeah it's all well and good to do all the first few steps but if you don't do the reflection at the Mm. end to identify what you need to where i wouldn't say what you need to change i would say what adjustments you need to make in how you're living your life and the people you surround yourself with and the things you're consuming and the food you're eating the exercise you're doing the books you're you are or aren't reading the way you're spending your time literally everything that encompasses your day-to-day life if you don't then identify what you actually need to adjust to then align with the 10 things on the vision board or you know the vision board as a whole your life is going to continue on exactly how it is Mm. because if you always do what you always did you'll always get what you always got this is a big one for me this year what i'm focusing on is how i show up day to day Mm, and Mm. a really simple example of this was when ruby and i were on the plane back from sydney we were dressed to the nines because we'd had we'd we'd had to come straight from the restaurant And so we had heels on and we looked beautiful and the amount of conversations we had with people that we wouldn't have otherwise had simply from showing up, presenting ourselves well. Yeah. I fucking love that sick. So it's, yeah, it's like, it's an identity piece. I think we need to do a whole episode on that as well. Yeah. We trust you found value in this episode. I actually really liked it. So I hope you did too. So we want to ask one favor of you after spending the last hour and a half giving you crucial life advice, free value that we absolutely love doing. But we want to ask a favor of you. If you could please give us five stars on Spotify or write us a review on Apple and 
like and subscribe to our podcast it would mean the world to us doing these two things guys actually shows us that you're enjoying and you're getting a lot of value out of this podcast which is obviously what keeps us making them so please 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 take the two seconds to do this one of those two things yeah don't forget to follow us on instagram at talk toby to me pod and you can find the link in our bio for our anonymous form to put in your questions or things you want advice on from your big sissies love you bye love you bye